Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impart, Inspire, Influence, and Impact with Infinitely More. Our goal here is to pro provide you with information rooted in the Word of God that will inspire you, influence you in your daily living, have a long-lasting impact on those around you, as well as an influence on your daily living. Um, I am your host, Erin Jackson, and today I am joined by our amazing author and speaker for our conference coming up, Pam Farrell out of California. Pam is, again, an amazing author. She uh, teaches on joy. That's her favorite thing. You'll hear all about her and her ministry with her husband out there in California and what they've been up to lately. Pam, it's a great pleasure to see you today. How are you? I'm doing great. I brought my choose and joy sign. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> we love that. Choose joy. Absolutely. Every single day. Exactly. It is, it's easy to choose joy here. I'm looking out the windows a little bit and it's beautiful weather. Um, it's the kind of weather in California it's called Santa Ana's that can uh, catch fire and mm -hmm. like destroy things pretty quickly. But the thing about those Santa Ana winds is it's just like the word of God um, in that it can catch our soul on fire and move us forward and take down all the debris and lead us uh, into a place where we can grow. I mean, that's what happens during forest fires is all the bad stuff gets wiped away and that replenishes the forest. Now we build houses in the middle of it uh, and that's why mm. there's problems. But um, on days like this, when it's sunny and warm in the middle of winter, um, because of the Santa Ana's blowing that warm air off of the Arizona desert uh, onto our beautiful coastline, I'm grateful because it feels like summer here where most of my friends are like freezing. They got snow going. And so there's a lot to be joyful uh, about if you just look around and take a second. You know what? That is so absolutely true. Um, one of the devotionals in our in our devotional for next year is um, just taking time to pause and look at the beauty around you. You know, not only even though you can't see the wind, the fact that there is wind and it's warm on your face. You know, the beautiful butterflies, the 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 birds just frolicking and you know flying in the air. Just all kinds of things to be beautiful. And grateful for the sun, the the clouds, all of it. Exactly, I call that um, taking a sela moment. Um, mm -hmm. Sela sanity, sela serenity. I mean, you can con connect a lot of good words with that. And I mean, that's just really um, from the book of Psalms. And that's what David did. Psalms are meant to be sung. And I hear we're having great music at the conference. So woohoo, I made mm -hmm. some psalms set to music there too. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just a pause to ponder. Just like you said, I mean, it's just a moment. And when we take mm -hmm. that Selah pause uh, to ponder, it does bring serenity to our soul because I don't think we are made to like be on this frantic treadmill of do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. Or right now, it's not so much the activity, it's more what's going on in our mind. Fear this, fear that, fear this, fear mm -hmm. that. And we were not made to fear. God says, fear not. Right. I mean, even when Jesus was born, you know, fear not, I bring you good news of great joy. And mm -hmm. so we were, we were made to be joyful. We were not made to be fearful. 
That is so absolutely true. And the word also tells us that we are not born with a spirit of worry and fear and anxiety because tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. The, word, the words don't, they don't, they don't concern themselves with if they're going to eat tomorrow. They just go along picking up worms and seeds and doing what they do. Yeah, exactly. So, so, we, so being out in nature, I mean, that's a great way to be in that Selah moment. Because mm -hmm. just like you said, those verses on the Sermon on the Mount remind us that the lilies of the field, they don't toil, the birds don't worry. And so if we put ourselves in nature, it's easier to connect to the creator and the way we were designed to live mm -hmm. um, and in, in like awe of our creator. The awe of the creator should remove all of our worry. If our, our eyes are focused upward, we're not gonna be so stressed about the outward that's happening. In fact, um, I, I was just on another Zoom call uh, earlier this week where a pastor told his congregation that we should gaze upward and mm -hmm. glance outward. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's so perfect that if we're stressful, if we're anxious, if we're, you know, worried about things, if we keep our gaze upward towards mm -hmm. God and focus on who he is and his traits and his attributes and just like take a glance uh, at the headlines so we know what's going on, but we don't like camp out in those headlines and get so mm -hmm. frantic and worried. Uh, we'll be in a better place. And especially during this holiday season, when so many of us are going to be gathering with family and friends, even if mm -hmm. it's just in small groups, you know, I think God wants us to be the encouragers, the life givers, the ones who bring that fresh news of Jesus mm -hmm. um, during that Christmas season, that reason for the season kind of good news. Yeah. You know, and that's really interesting. You said the exact phrase I was thinking, like maybe this year of all years, people really will focus on the reason for the season. Exactly. I can tell you, Black Friday was so tamed down. Like there was hardly any traffic. I loved it. Loved it, it. Was, I, didn't, I didn't shop, but I had to be out and I was just loving it. Yes, I, I had to run just maybe to the grocery store. It was just like quick little errand because I was with my grandkids and I think we were crafting that day. And you're right. It was like any other normal day. And I thought, yay. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Today might be a little bit different. It's Cyber Monday while we're recording this. So a lot of people will be doing their shopping online. And I'm kind of hoping and praying that folks support small businesses and even right. support ministries like yours. I mean, what a wonderful Christmas gift to give the conference to right. your friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tickets are on sale right now and we are going to get to that conference. It is 2021, February 26, 27th, and it is virtual live streaming and it is called Freedom Harvest. Pam is one of our workshop speakers and she is going to be speaking on joy and peace. And we are going to be exploring all nine fruits of the spirit during that conference. Um, Pam is one of two workshop speakers. And then we also have two keynote speakers. Well, technically three, if you count um, infinitely more like our ministry as a keynote speaker as well. So tell me about yourself. I know about you, but tell our listeners, you are an author since the age of seven, if I'm not mistaken, right. and 52 books. 
Yes, and um, this year we re released our 52nd book, the one that just came out that a lot of the women who will be attending, I know it's men and women this year, but a lot of the women who will be attending um, might be single. And so mm -hmm. my friend Peggy Sue Wells, who is a, a single mom of seven, wow. um, she co-authored with me. And then we have sidebar sisters is what we call them. So women who have been uh, single moms uh, for mm -hmm. a portion of their life or still are, some are married, some are single. They wrote in about their life and a nugget of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was raised by a single mom. And so I tell my mom's story and from the child point of view, and then um, I wrote 10 best decisions a parent can make for married couples. And so we took nuggets of that book that will help the single mom. And we added a whole lot more to it. Like um, I love in the back there, we take the whole year and we give you ideas that are free or nearly free mm -hmm. to do with your family because fun doesn't have to cost memory making doesn't have to cost. It right. might take a little thought. And so, um, yeah, this is book number 52 and I, I think single moms are heroes. I mean, they hold down the fort oftentimes out of a lot of pain, you know, maybe somebody mm -hmm. abandoned them or they were never married. And so maybe both the mom and the child felt, feel a little bit abandoned. Um, mm -hmm. There's all kinds of reasons, you know, could be widowed even. There's lots of reasons people might become single, but single moms are whole. You know, mm -hmm. God promises to be the, um, he promises to be the husband to the husbandless and the father to the fatherless. And wow, you can't get a better husband than that, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, there's umbrellas on the front cover and people are like, why is there umbrellas on the front cover? And I, there's two verses that come to mind. One of them is that God is our shelter. Um, mm -hmm. Whether you're married or single, God is our shelter. It says, he will keep me in safe shelter in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. That's Psalms 27, 5. And then mm -hmm. the other is a verse, you know, and then he shelters our kids. So God shelters us and we shelter our kids. Um, and then showers of blessing. This is something that all women can pray over their lives, especially as we look on to that conference coming up and 2021, we all are longing for a fresh start, right? Mm -hmm. And so in Ezekiel 34, 26, it says, there shall be showers of blessing. And I just think we all need to claim that one. We are oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> Well, tell us about your workshop conversations. Um, you're going to speak on peace and on joy. Right, right. So, so a little uh, bit of that Sela moment that we talked about, how to create serenity, how to create a sacred, um, serene place in your home, in your life. Um, how to have um, emotional and spiritual peace and where do you find that kind of peace, how to have peace of mind. Um, and yeah, I love Jesus. Jesus tells us he himself will be our peace. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, we can have the fruit of the spirit um, of peace because God can empower um, that peace from his own person. And right. so we can gain that peace that passes all understanding as Philippians says. Right. So uh, we'll be spending some time parked in peace uh, and helping women in a practical way, 
how do you keep that peace of mind going in a world that is so filled with like negativity and spiritual attacks and, you know, um, maybe quarantine, not quarantine, reopen, not reopen. Like, we don't even know. It's so uncertain. And right. this has been so unwelcome and unwanted. Uh, how do you have peace of mind in a pandemic? Like peace mm -hmm. over pandemic is the key here. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's not difficult if you are a follower of Christ, if you are a follower of Jesus. It is not difficult because we know that the word says for us to cast all our troubles upon him and leave them at his feet and at the cross. And if we do that and we practice that, we definitely have that peace that is beyond all understanding, which can transfer into joy because we know that there is nothing to worry about, right? Exactly. And one of my favorite pages in my Bible art um, is um, Psalms 55, 22. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I like to... I, I, I call it Bible art, but it's more like Bible doodling because I'm not all that great of an artist. But it does help me stay in that perfect peace. And it does help me memorize verses that will keep me in that perfect peace. And so um, Psalms, let me get it for you. Psalms 55, 22, because it's a powerful picture when you dive in and you start taking apart um the scriptures and so psalms 55 22 says simply cast your burden on the lord and he will sustain you he will never permit the righteous to be shaken or moved mm -hmm. and that that like um here's a picture it it's got a net and mm -hmm. that word cast means to hurl like a fishing net because you know that was very common in their days to catch fish with these big old nets. And um, so we're supposed to hurl all of our burdens um, out to Jesus and um, out to God in the, uh, since it's Psalms, it's talking about the creator, the Yahweh, the creator that made us so he can make opportunities, he can make peace, he can, he can make anything he wants. Mm -hmm. uh, so he can make a way for us. And that word burden is really an interesting word um, because uh, it can, it means your lot, your portion, your assignment, but it also can mean your gift. And we're like, what? How can a burden be a gift? Mm -hmm. Well, it's actually that same word that um, the prayer of Jabez um, talks about, you know, expand my territory or other places in the Psalms. Um, my boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places. It's mm -hmm. that word. And so God has a full allotment. He has a full inheritance for every woman who's coming to the conference. He, um, she, you know, has a full set of influence. That's one of your key words there, yeah. uh, a full set of impact. Uh, and her life is supposed to inspire others. Uh, mm -hmm. And so it's a gift. And, and then we're supposed, so we're supposed to cast um, both the, the negative side, like the burden side, but we're also supposed to lay out before him, God, you know, my inheritance, you know, the um, area of, um, full allotment assignment mm -hmm. that you've given to me. And so I'm just going to put it at your feet. Like mm -hmm. I can't see it all right now, but I'm going to put it at your feet. And it says that the Lord will sustain you. 
And that word um, sustain means to nourish, support, strengthen, pour into to full measure. And so when I drew the picture, I, um, it's the doodle, um, I put like God's hands holding, his up, uh, holding us up and me and my giftedness and my full assignment is in one side and me as a person is on the other side and God's holding all that up. He is sustaining huh? us, filling us up to full measure. So the bottom line is whatever the world's trying to suck out of you, God is going to pour into you. So you will not be shaken. We just uh -huh. have to give it to him. He can't right. fill us up to full measure if we don't give it to him. And that is so true. You know, that's also true in terms of giving grace, giving mercy. You can't receive if you don't give it out because you're not emptying of yourself. And, and so when you show grace and mercy and love to others, that much more is poured into you to full measure and overflowing so that you have no choice but to continue giving it out. And, you know, as ironic as it seems, we can never really be full because if we're constantly giving, we're constantly receiving to full measure and then some. So um, good. Yeah, may the God uh, of all hope fill you to overflowing mm -hmm, with joy mm -hmm. and peace. Yes. And it's so interesting that you talk about casting not just those troubles and those worries upon Jesus and God, but your gifts as well. Because here's the thing. Your gifts and your talents cannot be realized to full potential unless you hand them to him and say, work within me and create in me what you would have me to be. You lead, I follow. And through your grace, I will become what it is that you would have me to be. That is like, I love that picture because um, the Bible tells us in Proverbs that your gift will make room for you and bring you in front of important people. Princes, mm -hmm. yeah. And so Bill and I, our ministry is love wise. We like to say we park ourselves on the corner of God's love and God's wisdom. And our book that we're most well known for is Men Are Like Waffles, Women Like Spaghetti. And so mm -hmm. it started out, we were a pastor of a, like Bill was a pastor of a really small church, I was director of women's ministry. It's like 70 people if you count all the babies. You know, it oh. was small when we took it over at age 28. Mm -hmm. And, um, but because it was small, God said, what are your gifts? And mm. we said, well, we can write and we can speak in addition to our church. And so we began doing that, just teaching on marriage and family. And then um, one, a book opportunity, you know, arose and then another and then another. And uh, somewhere along the line, uh, someone came in and asked my husband, he was working in the gym, again, giving our gifts. We're both athletes. And so... Mm -hmm. Let's reach our community with Bill, um, you know, running the basketball league and I'll be perpetual team mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was a cheerleader and I like, I feel like my joy and my positivity thermostat's a little uh, raised up from the average person. So I try to be a life giver. And, no, so, and that's awesome because you do very well with that. Oh, you're so sweet. And so this guy came up to Bill and it's like, oh, Bill, um, my marriage is not doing really well. And you and Pam seem to have this great marriage um how can like how can we improve our marriage and bill's like why don't you come on in and so um bill they came in and he's like how can i help you and the guy's like go ahead and the wife just started talking from subject to subject to subject to subject to subject um and the husband's like she does this all the time and bill like it's like the holy spirit just dropped boo 
think of her mind like a plate of spaghetti and she's mm. traveling around making connections. Every noodle touches every other noodle. And science calls that integration. And God says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And in Genesis 127, it says God made us male and female. And one mm -hmm. of the differences is that we women have more connections in the two hemispheres of our brain mm -hmm. uh, than guys do. And so Bill taught him some listening skills. And probably for the first time, he didn't interrupt. And the wife was like, oh, oh that's so great. She talked for 55 straight minutes. And wow. so wow. happy. <laughs> yeah. And um, she's like, okay, if I'm like spaghetti, what's he like? And um bill said oh that'll be next week because he did have a clue so he started praying he's like lord you know i need a food illustration because i know that scientifically men compartmentalize they think of one, mm -hmm. thing, one thing only at a time so the way a guy's mind works looks like the top of a waffle one issue mm -hmm. each spot mm -hmm. and so um one day our um, boys were making ego waffles boop and bill's like compartments and so he went back and explained that to this couple Mm -hmm. and it saved their marriage like he's like we're gonna stay on one topic it's the topic that has driven you to the edge of divorce and i'll be the box police and i'll just keep bringing you back but they solved it in the office and um that book like we tried it out at a little marriage uh, conference that was coming up that weekend and the men are like waffles and like spaghetti was just like a little 10 minute spot but it was like the hit of the night and a um, radio, uh, newlywed. Uh, so he was running the largest, uh, general market radio station, um, mm -hmm. weekend director. He's like, that's so good. You need to meet my boss. And so we went on, on Valentine's day and, um, the program manager says, well, Bill, I would assume that because you're a pastor that you might share the spiritual dynamics and how God can rescue and redeem and build and bless a relationship. Well, mm -hmm. boom, we got that. And so men are like waffles, like spaghetti turned into a book. And that book now has been translated in 15 different languages. We have a DVD series. We have a, a version for singles. We have a version for teenagers. But here's, the, here's where I'm driving to. The government of Singapore called us and asked us to come speak at their singles conference that hmm. the government runs. And then uh, the next year at their marriage conferences. And in the audience, the people putting this on are the government, like all of the, um, would be the cabinet, our equal, would be having the whole cabinet sitting and we teach men are like waffles and like spaghetti. So all that to say is if we're faithful with the little things, then God right. will give you much. And right. it's an adventure. You never, I had to look up where Singapore was on a globe. <laughs> I didn't even know when they called me. <laughs> well, that's amazing because just from that one little thing of when you took the church over and God said, what are your talents? You said, we can speak and, and write. You end up in Singapore. Who knew? Who knew? We're talking about food, talking about food and when, <laughs> and how men are like waffles and women are spaghetti. So, so. Let's take a quick little break. We're going to wrap up in just a few moments talking about the conference and what you're going to bring and what people have to look forward to, okay? Sounds great. Awesome. Give me one moment. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Are you weary, lonely, hurt, angry, fearful? It's no wonder with all the political, the media, 
the societal changes, we're all some of those and a lot of those. And it's not your fault. We have something for you. The Freedom Harvest Conference is coming up February 26th and 27th. And we are going to be celebrating Purim. We are going to be studying Esther. We are going to study where she was and how the Jews were about to be all annihilated and how she drew up the courage to approach who she needed to approach to get the hope that she needed to for her people. And we're going to start out where we left off last year, celebrating. God has done amazing things in the last year, and we're going to celebrate those things and all that he's doing this year. We look forward to seeing you. We cannot wait. We have been praying for you and with you. Join us at the Freedom Harvest Conference. Okay, so welcome back. This is Impart, Inspire, Influence, and Impact with Infinitely More Life, and I am your host, Era Jackson. Once again, I am joined by Pam Farrell, who is an amazing author, and she has a, a ministry with her husband called Lovewise, and she is one of our conference speakers coming up on February 27th for Freedom Harvest, which is 26th and 27th of February, 2021. We are going to be exploring the fruits of the spirit, and Pam is going to be one of our workshop speakers. Pam, you're talking about your two favorite fruits of the spirit. Tell me what you, uh, without giving away everything, tell me what you're going to present, and um, will there be some handouts and interactive things for our attendees online? Yes, definitely. So um, I love to give and make people smile. Uh, so on the joy side, I have a creative ebook called Infectious Joy that I, it's 30 days, 30 verses that have the word joy. So everybody will get a link to download that free ebook. And it comes with some coloring sheets and some, um, uh, a worksheet on how to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. So there's mm -hmm. a lot already prepared uh, on the joy side. And I'll be creating something on the peace side. I have a, a Selah, uh, serenity worksheet that you can take and create your own space and um, meet God. And so it basically is a quiet time uh, that mm -hmm. you can do after the conference is over to keep the fruit of the conference going uh, mm -hmm. in each of the, their lives. So that, that's a, a little bit of the things that I'll be giving away. I'm sure there'll be like discounts and, you know, some drawings and all that good stuff. I have 52 books, so I got a lot I can give away. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you do. And we cannot wait. We cannot wait to see you and what you present to us because we know it is going to be jam-packed with amazing information. You are so full of joy and, and vibrancy in life that we just look forward to that infectiousness coming through during the conference. So what made you agree to be um, one of our workshop speakers? You know, um, Carrie on your team contacted me really early in the pandemic and I was able to team with you um, for another event. Mm -hmm. And um, when your whole goal is overcoming and helping um, 
like those that are not as fortunate as us um, right. overcome as well and gain victory. And I'm like, that is that's like my sweet spot. I love helping women overcome. I mean, the firstborn daughter of an alcoholic dad with severe rage issues, you know, mm. uh, so domestic violence. I overcame my home of origin uh, because of Jesus uh, mm -hmm. entering my life when I was like almost eight. And mm -hmm. so that that was step one is we have like hearts. And mm -hmm. then the other is, you know, I've, because I've been teaching on joy the whole pandemic, I've been, God has been keeping me busy with um, discovering hope in the Psalms and discovering joy in Philippians, mm -hmm. as well as Bill and I have been um, equipping couples with marriage issues, um, all from a 300 square foot RV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be jealous. Woohoo! I live nice. in your kitchen. Um, yeah, so it's a small space. And so Satan could have wrecked our marriage. He could have like mm. stirred up, you know, discontent in both of us. Um, we're here taking care of Bill's 91-year-old aging parents. So we're the safest people to provide mm. that 24-7 care. Uh, but it is a small space. I like to say I, I go outside. I have to go outside to change my mind. Not a space. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. There we go. Um, so if God can give me peace and joy in this situation, I'm convinced he can give every person that will be coming peace and joy enough so it overflows and then they're able to give out peace and joy and and mm -hmm. all the fruits of the spirit that's why i love the you know the conference theme is because i really believe that god wants us to be living it out mm -hmm. um as a shining light let your light so shine uh that others may see your good works and glorify your father who's in heaven and that word shine means to woo shine like a you know bright brilliant light that can't be mm -hmm. missed and right. so like a, 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 usually a Black Friday light, but that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> not, not this year, not this yeah. year. But you're, but you're so right. You are supposed to exhibit the fruits of the spirit so intensely that people wonder what you're on. Yes, what, exactly. What, what, what's in your world? Like I need to get like her. What is she about? And that's when literally the light of Jesus is shining through each and every one of us. And it's not us, it is him radiating through us. Exactly. Um, Even the word yeah. fill, you're, we're to be filled with the spirit. And mm -hmm. when we're filled with the spirit, it is like it's compared to the don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the mm -hmm. spirit. And so when we're filled uh, with the like, a, an addictive substance. We do things mm -hmm. that we normally wouldn't do. We say things we normally wouldn't say. Um, and so when we're filled with the spirit, it's used in a good way. We're right. empowered to say courageous things, life-giving things that we wouldn't normally say. We're right. empowered to live above circumstances and do things we normally wouldn't do. And during the this time here that we've been doing this interview, I've watched the business side of you as an amazing woman of God mm -hmm. run your business during a break. I mean, it's like fabulous. So the spirit is empowering you mm -hmm. to do things that in our humanity, we can't. And without the spirit, I would not be a happy camper in 300 square feet, just saying. And yes. um, 
I think that's one of the other reasons why I said yes is because everyone on the team and all the speakers, we speak honestly and authentically. We are real. I'm going to like, I'll be sharing days that I did not have peace and how did God mm -hmm. give it to me and did not have joy and how did God restore that? So we speak from an honest, daily, real, authentic place mm -hmm. so that you gain tools. Everybody's going right. to go home with a whole new toolbox filled with tools. Yeah. There's a lot of transparency. You're correct. There's a lot of transparency among the speakers and everything. And, um, you know, I, I did an interview on this podcast with Pastor Travis Hall that aired on December 1st. And one of the things he said, he's from um, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Life Church International. And one of the things he said is that the best lessons, the best sermons he's ever preached are the ones that he's actually lived. You can't yes. preach what you haven't lived. And, you know, all of the speakers and authors and, and everyone here has has lived some things and 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 share those things transparently and openly because if we can overcome as you said then so can our listeners and our viewers and you know thinking about you and your 300 square feet if you didn't have joy and you didn't have peace and you didn't have jesus in your life you you would be miserable like you just said right but here's the thing. or i would have jumped boat i would have been like i'm out of here <laughs> Right. Like, I don't want to care for your parents and 300 square feet. I can't do that. But here's, but here's the thing. We are to praise him in what looks like a storm. Your circumstance could be considered to someone else a storm. Like, this is a less than ideal situation. I'm living in a backyard in a camper of 300 square feet, caring for 91-year-old parents of my husband. Like, who wants to do that? I don't sign up for that. But you do it. <laughs> You do it because that's the God in you. Right. And you do it willfully, happily, with all the joy and peace you can muster because it's who you are, but it's not who you are because of who you are. It's who you are because of Christ and who you are right. in him. That's right. And right? Uh, there's a supernatural part. I mean, my like my mother-in-law is a hoarder, agoraphobic. She like mm. rages when she's upset. So, I mean, it is everything is Jesus in me <laughs> because mm -hmm. the humanity in me would want to abandon, would want mm -hmm. to run to an easier place. But God, God has called us to step up and to step in, mm -hmm. in this, in this environment, he's calling the church to rise up. Yes. Uh, in the old Testament, there's a, um, a little word called Zerah and it means to rise up um, with light that pierces the darkness, much like right. the, sunrise in the morning that's what god is calling us all to do is to rise up and i love the conference because it's going to give the skills it's going to give the mm -hmm. tools to help men and women rise up and be the church at a time when this world desperately needs love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness and self-control yes mm -hmm. absolutely and anyone that listened to the year in review with carrie and i on this podcast um, you'll know that 2020, everyone started the year talking about, oh, this is the year of clarity, the year of vision, it's 2020. <laughs> you know what? This has been a year of clarity. Like we clearly know where we need to be, who yes. we need to be leaning on, who we need to be giving our cares to. This is a very clear year. God has opened eyes. Exactly, exactly. I wear bifocals and um, so right now I need to go to an eye doctor 
and do mm -hmm. the whole, does this, is this clearer or that? This clearer or that? Because <laughs> I, I can tell I need an upgrade that mm -hmm. I'm not seeing as clearly. And that's what this year is really is that we are all at God's eye doctor. You see yes. better this way or that way. Yeah, God's yes. way you see better. Absolutely. I love that analogy because God knows I don't know which one's more clear when I'm at the eye doctor. I just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, this has been an amazing year. And again, going back to the, uh, the year in review, Carrie and I talk about what we have had to be thankful for despite COVID. Right, right. You know, despite COVID. Um, you know, COVID is not the end of the world, clearly. This is no surprise to Jesus. This is no yep. surprise to God. And I, it is clearly a wake-up call. Oh, clearly, for sure. it's been a wake-up call. A wake-up call and a refining. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, where are your priorities? What really matters? Right. Um, all of that is going on god like i love god because god always can take the bad and do a whole lot of good with it mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we just have to give him our heart like what's really going on and share it like lord you already know this you know what right. i'm feeling. you know what i'm experiencing so i'm giving it to you mm -hmm. and use it for good for me mm -hmm. and use it for glory for you mm -hmm. and um you know one of the things that that you mentioned is there are things to be thankful for well in my bullet journal and um also it'll be one of the handouts that i give out is a radiant joy and it's just like it looks like the sunrise and you write everything like every day you write something down to be thankful for mm -hmm. and i have filled up a lot of those during right. COVID. so if you want to cultivate an attitude of gratitude which will keep you in a mentally and emotionally and spiritually strong place really thankfulness and gratitude that's the path there appreciation uh -huh. of the people around you mm -hmm. uh yes those are the that's the path that's going to keep you in a good place absolutely you know what it has been a true joy as always with you pam and i personally cannot wait to see what you're presenting in full at our workshop again that is the freedom harvest conference february 26th and 27th it is going to be live streamed virtually uh, you can go and get your tickets right now at Eventbrite. Just look it up, Freedom Harvest Conference 2021 by Infinitely More Life. Again, this is Era Jackson, your host of Impart, Inspire, Influence, and Impact with Infinitely More Life. Our goal here is to provide you with information rooted in the Word of God that is going to inspire you and influence you and impact your life as well as those around you on a daily basis. Join us next time on this podcast. Everyone have a great day. Take care. Bye now.